We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update with the stories, stats, headlines, and rumors people are talking about to get you caught up on all things regarding the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Rotating guests with different perspectives. The latest episode of KCSN Update, presented by DraftKings, begins now. What is up, Chiefs Kingdom? Welcome into today's episode of KCSN Update. I'm Tucker Franklin. Thank you for making this a part of your day as you are making your way through this kind of barren off-season of NFL content. We're getting there. But listen, there's some light at the end of the tunnel. We got some podiums. We got some pressers from Andy Reid, from Patrick Mahomes, from new tackle Donovan Smith. Got to hear from him for the first time. That was really cool. Really enjoyed his press conference. Obviously, got to hear from Nick Bolton as well. I'm going to give you all of the highlights from those press conferences. If you didn't happen to catch them, I got you covered. Don't worry. But even if you did, I'll give you my two cents, what I thought uh, I heard from the podium on the first media available practice of the offseason. That means football season almost here. We're getting so close to seeing your world champion, Kansas City Chiefs, back on the field. They'll be hitting training camp in St. Joe, and you know I'll be up there every single day getting you that sweet, sweet content uh, from training camp up there in St. Joe. But I have to confess, I know I lied to you guys yesterday. If you listened to my episode uh, with Sterling Holmes from Arrowhead Addict, I I said I wouldn't be back until next week. I lied. I don't like to be a liar, so I apologize that I said I wouldn't be back until next week. Here I am with a fresh, hot new episode ready for your ear holes. Like I said... I've listened to the press conferences, so you don't have to, basically. I've got some highlights from Patrick Mahomes, from Andy Reid, uh, from Donovan Smith. I really liked his press conference. I thought he's a very relatable guy. I really, really liked uh, his uh, his demeanor. And Nick Bolton as well had some, some good stuff. Uh, so let's get into it. Let's go ahead and get into what Patrick Mahomes had to say about the importance of OTAs. Look, if you guys are following the news, following around with the NFL... You just saw a big contract signed by Lamar Jackson, and then you saw Lamar Jackson not show up to OTAs. Now, in all fairness, these are voluntary. Right now, this is a voluntary OTA session, not for Patrick Mahomes and company. Andy Reid did start off his press conference by saying they did phase one. 
in, uh, I believe they said virtual. Uh, Andy, you said they did phase one virtual just to give this team a little bit more time off. Man, these guys have played so many games leading up to, well, now, to start the season, especially the offense. They've got a lot on their body. So doing phase one at a virtual, I think a great move for Andy Reid and company. They obviously know their team a little bit better than I do. But here's what Patrick Mahomes had to say on the importance of OTAs and why he's at camp already. Just keeps you on top of things. Um, I think that you just you're in here, uh, you're working, like you said, you build those relationships. You kind of teach the little small things that we do within our offense and everything like that. Um, but uh, I think it's just you stay on top, you stay fresh, um, and I think that's that's the biggest thing. And there's a lot of competition. We take care of each other um, out there, but at the same time, guys push, and it helps when guys like the like those veteran offensive linemen and like Trav and all these guys are here because then it, then it shows that hey, we all need to get in the building and and get the work in. And Coach Reed takes care of us and. He's going to push you, and he knows when to kind of pull back and let guys uh, enjoy uh, the offseason. We, we have played a lot of games over these last few years. All right, I love that from Patrick Mahomes. Man, guy's a leader. We're going to hear more about just Patrick Mahomes as as a, as a leader as well because Donovan Smith is his first time getting to play with him, so I don't want to spoil what Donovan has to say. I want, to, I want him to say it himself. Um, so let's go ahead and get into maybe the biggest storyline of this offseason. I'd probably say it is. I'd probably go ahead and say this is the biggest storyline of the Chiefs offseason right here. It's the wide receiver group. They lose Juju Smith-Schuster, expecting big seasons from Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore, and, and looking for guys to step up like Justin Ross, John Ross on a futures deal, Richie James was signed as a free agent, Justin Watson coming back. Not only do they need guys to step up, they've got a lot of guys right now on the roster. I don't think, well, now I can tell you confidently, not all of those guys are going to make the roster. Only usually going to take six wide receivers. If they take seven, they got to take from somewhere else. It sounds like they're taking four tight ends, which I think is an incredibly interesting uh, deal. They're not going to have a fullback. Andy Reid uh, talked about that a little bit. We'll get to that too. But I want to talk about this wide receiver group first. And here's what Patrick Mahomes had to say about the wide receiver group as a whole and, and how they've kind of been competing in this camp and what he's seen from them so far. Yeah, I mean, we're, I think it's we're deep. I think that's the, that's the biggest thing. Uh, usually you have a good feel for kind of who who the guys are going to be and everything like that, but with this group, it's like every single guy, you're like, I can see him making a path and making the team. Um, and so, I mean, that's what you want. You want that competition. Um, I thought even the young guys that have stepped in have stepped in and done a lot of great things, and guys from other systems have stepped in and done great things. So um, a lot of competition in that room. It'll play out throughout OTAs and camp, but uh, I'm happy with where we're at in that, in that receiving room. Andy Reid also talked about the wide receiver group as well and kind of some of those guys that he's been able to see. He said he's excited for St. Joe to see those guys when they put the pads on to see him really compete. So here's what he had to say. Yeah, we've got – listen, we've got a lot of numbers, and um, we've got some young guys that we're mixing in. Uh, with the with the ones there, and so um, uh, it's, it should be great competition. I can't wait, you know, for camp where you really get an idea of uh, that next level, what they what they can do when things are bullets are flying. They'd say, right? And there's obviously some wide receivers that people are more interested than other wide receivers, right? Uh, Justin Ross being one of them. John Ross, to sign on a futures deal, a year off of football, comes back, signs with the Chiefs, I think is an incredibly interesting story to kind of keep your eyes on. John Ross had social media buzzing. Uh, the media was very excited with John Ross, uh, what, what they got to see of him in that first practice. So I'm very intrigued to see, and even that was brought up at this press conference, you're going to hear Andy Reid talk about both of the Rosses, Big and Little Ross. I thought that was funny how he said that. And how he's pretty stoked about the development of both of those guys. Yeah, listen, I like both the Rosses, you know, big, big and little. Um, so, um, 
the big one is uh, uh, coming along. He he's feels good. His foot feels good. Um, the surgery that he had uh, worked out well so f up to this point. Uh, he's made some nice plays for us out here. I, I know Pat's got trust in him, so that's good to see. And the smaller Ross is extremely fast and quick. And uh, before he got hurt, he was on to a pretty good season. And so he, um, you know, I, I like what I see there, too. Is he faster than you thought he stood out there today. Well, he's the one that jumped out at everybody at the combine. Just when he when he ran, I mean, he was extremely fast. I think he set a record there, I believe. So um, he he can move, he can scoodaddle, and he's smart, which I, you need to be in this thing. So Chiefs did not neglect the wide receiver position in the draft this year. They went if their second round pick traded up for a wide receiver out of SMU, Rasheed Rice. It might get a little tricky there with Richie James, Rushy Rice. Uh, those are two names you're going to make sure you have to enunciate and remember the last name. But Rushy Rice, uh, if you you probably already know, was hanging out with Patrick Mahomes during those pre-draft workouts in Texas, SMU being in Dallas. So that's kind of right in the same area. Uh, you, you, we got to see Zay Flowers there. We saw pictures of Quentin Johnson there. No real mention of Rasheed Rice. I think that's kind of funny that they were able to turn the cameras off for that one, not promote that one. And we're able to sneak up and take Rasheed Rice in the second round of this draft. A guy that Patrick Mahomes likes a whole lot. And here's what he had to say kind of just about Rasheed's ability to, and his feel for the game is really what he talks about here. He talks about his feel for running routes and knowing uh, when to stop. And it seems like their chemistry is already off and running. Yeah, I think I, which I've seen now, even to uh, to this day, now that he's been here, is I've, I I like the feel that he had when he was running the routes. A lot of times you get a lot of young dudes that are extremely athletic and they just run as fast as they can and 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 they're just running around and they don't know exactly where to be at. And where I could feel where he would he would sit there and he would listen to guys like Trav, he'd listen to Kadarius and those guys talk, and he would get a feel for how he was running the route. And obviously, you know, he has the explosiveness. Um, the jump ball ability, but the way he was able to kind of fill throughout the zone coverages and, and pull up in the right spot, um, that's more of a veteran-type mindset for a receiver. So I was very excited about that, and now we'll just continue to work him in uh, here and there and continue to push him to be better and better, and uh, he'll have an impact in this offense this year. All right, let's keep it on the offensive side of the ball here, but I want to talk about the offensive line. As I mentioned, Donovan Smith, new addition to this offensive line. He signs after the draft. First time for free agency, I thought was very interesting, he said in his eight seasons. Uh, first time he actually hit the free agency market. But uh, Andy Reid, Patrick Holmes both hit on the offensive line depth. Donovan Smith's not the only guy that they add to this this roster. Obviously, J Jawan Taylor's the big one. They paid him a decent amount of money to come and play for the Kansas City Chiefs. They lose Andrew Wiley. They use uh, Orlando Brown Jr. That's a big one, too. They're losing both of their starting tackles. Going to have to replace those guys. They didn't neglect the tackle position in the draft, drafting Wanya Morris. But a lot of the talk was on the offensive line depth as a whole. And I want to start with what uh, what Patrick Mahomes had to say about the offensive line depth and, and kind of how that group is coming along. 
Yeah, no, I think we're in a we're in a good spot. I mean, obviously we lost two good tackles this last year, and uh, we were bringing in two guys that have had success at other places. Um, and so they're getting a familiar with the how we do things, the the words, or what I'm saying at the line of scrimmage, everything like that. Um, but as far as talent and, and work ethic, they're they're both uh, at the very top of that. And so um, it helps to have those three guys in the middle to help kind of help them through the process of learning a new system. Um, and then I mean another position where the depth. I mean, if you look at our second line, you would say that starts at a lot of a lot of other places. So I mean, I think uh, Coach V. I mean, Brett Veach and Coach Reed have done a great job of bringing in talent um, so that we can have that competition day in and day out. Coach Reed is an offensive line guy. And, you know, ever since that Super Bowl in 2020, the Chiefs have really revamped their offensive line, revamped the focus on the offensive line. And they've kind of overhauled it for Patrick Mahomes for the best. Here's what he had to say this upcoming season about the offensive line, the pieces they've added, and how they're going to kind of all fit in together. Because if you remember, at the end of rookie minicamp, Andy Reid said that uh, Donovan Smith was going to get first-team reps at the left tackle position, move Juwan over to right. But now he's talking about different configurations that they are working through now as camp has evolved. Yeah, so for the few practices that he was at the left tackle, then Yang worked in at the right tackle. feel good about him, too. So uh, we're in a good place, I think. Um, I believe he can do both, so I I don't think that's a problem. Um, And he got a few snaps at that, but... Listen, we got we've got two veteran guys that have a lot of snaps under their belt at a high level, so we felt comfortable with that. And we'll just see, and we expect the the guys behind them to compete, and uh, we should be fine there. It looks like for the first time in the Andy Reid era, the Kansas City Chiefs will not roster a fullback on this year's team. That's after Michael Burton elects to go to the Denver Broncos on a one-year deal. Chiefs don't re-sign him, and it's not really looking like the fullback market is uh, piping hot right now. So it looks like that the Chiefs will have to go other directions, maybe to use some alternative players as fullbacks, maybe not just straight fullbacks. Could be good for the long-term versatility of the team, could be good for the roster building. But Andy Reid talked about not having a fullback on the roster now as they are in Phase 3 of OTAs. Here's what he had to say. Yeah, so the tight ends can can work into that that spot. Um, you know, we know Noah can do all of that, and that's kind of where, where we went with it. We've got a number of tight ends that we feel comfortable with. <clears throat> so uh, maybe you keep an extra tight end as, as opposed to that fullback. Yeah, we normally don't have the, the number of tight ends. That's and that we, we've got here. So um, I, I would go back. I mean, that's not a problem. Um, we liked what we had last year with it, but again, we were always, without the injuries, we were going to have to juggle that last year somehow, so um, but guys got banged up. Now let's get into Donovan Smith, a guy who was drafted second round, 34th overall in the 2015 draft by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, comes to Kansas City after spending uh, up until last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and while it was a rough year last year, played in 13 games, started all 13 of those had some injuries that he admitted he played through. Maybe he shouldn't have played through, but he was putting his body on the line there for his team. you got to respect that. Um, but looking at this, he's played in all 16 games, his 2015 rookie season, 2016 season, 2017, 2018. And in 2019, he only played in 15 games, started 15 of them. Same thing for 2020. And in 2021, he played all 17 games. So a guy historically that doesn't have a whole lot of injury problems did struggle last year. But that Tampa Bay offensive line took an absolute beating. He had a revolving door at right tackle right next to him. 
um, or at left tackle, I should say, right next to him. So I, I think that that could play into it as well. And if you're putting him next to a guy like Joe Tooney, a guy who's going to be constant, he's going to be reliable, and not a move I necessarily hate all that much. And I love the signing for the depth, of course. And if you listen to yesterday's episode of KCS and Update with Sterling Holmes, him and I kind of talked through that, that the offensive line and everything like that. But um, yeah, so they were talking about the the configurations and everything. And Donovan Smith, you know, he shared why he joined the Chiefs and kind of his first impressions of the Chiefs as he's now into phase three of the offseason workouts. He's getting well acquainted. He's getting uh, associated with Patrick Mahomes, trying to get down his quirks and gimmicks and trying to work together through that. But here's Donovan Smith on why he decided to join the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, man, it's been great. Um, obviously, you see why they're a championship team, uh, the way that they prepare uh, from top to bottom, coaches to players. Um, you know, it's good to see the locker room is good. You obviously see the the uh, camaraderie that they have, you know, hanging out with each other and whatnot. You know, I'm kind of just still feeling my way around, you know, figuring some things out and um, whatnot. But other than that, everything's been smooth. I think realistically, my expectations was just, you know, take it one day at a time, still prepare and then just wait and see what my options are, what, whatever the best fit was. Um, in terms of this, I think it was, what, after the draft or whatever, I think I got a call to, you know, come visit, that they wanted me to come visit, and I said, shoot, I can come tomorrow if you want. Um, and then, you know, I hopped on the plane, came visit, and, you know, it made sense. So, you know, we made that thing go in motion. Now, Donovan Smith is not a stranger to protecting really good quarterbacks, obviously protecting Patrick Mahomes now, and he is coming from Tom Brady. Uh, two of the best guys in the game to ever to do it. So he, I said he, he admitted he hasn't quite figured out uh, what the similarities are, but he's uh, he's gotten some good idea of what the similarities are between those two quarterbacks. I'm still trying to figure it out. <laughs> um, no, you just see the dedication and hard work that they put in. Um, you know, he he's really into it and tuned to how he want things done, uh, and that's the you know parallels that they have. So, and then just the championship mentality that they have and carry. Uh, on and off the field. Um, you know, those are some similarities that I've seen, but uh, right now, you know, we just figuring it out. So Smith also shared his thoughts on his new head coach, Andy Reid. Listen, a guy who's adored by almost seems like almost every player he's ever played with, a guy who's adored by almost every head coach in the NFL. Uh, Donovan Smith is getting to play for one of the best to ever do it. So here's what he had to say about Coach Reed. Oh, they've been pretty cool. Um, you know, he's an offensive line guy, so that's always a good thing. Um, anytime you got a coach, you know, fan favorite of the line, you know, you automatically kind of get a <laughs> uh, whatever you want to call it, a good pass. So, um, but no, he, you can see why he's a player's coach. Um, he communicates with a lot of guys. He coaches you hard. Um, but he understands that, you know, not, nothing's perfect and, you know, we're going to get the job done. But at the end of the day, we're working. So uh, to be able to have that leadership from him um, consistently through the years, you know, just speak volumes to the man that he is and the coach that he is. All right, let's take a break. we got to take a break. I'll be back after this to give you more of my favorite nuggets from the Kansas City Chiefs press conference on Wednesday. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Another big topic this offseason, for some reason, has been the contract talk for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, you saw Lamar Jackson sign a mega deal, not show up for OTAs, but $52 million a year is, I believe, what he's making. Patrick Mahomes is not the highest-paid quarterback, but he's clearly the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't think that that's really up for debate right now. But he's not making the most money in the NFL. And and Patrick Mahomes was asked about that. I don't know where this kind of narrative, it came from one website. I think it came from uh, PFT. So take that with a grain of salt about Patrick Mahomes wanting a new contract. He was asked about that from Todd Lebo, uh, I believe. And, and he said, he said some really great stuff. I'll, I'll let him say it. I don't, don't, I don't want to say it. I don't want to take his words. I'll let him say it. Here's what he had to say about kind of contract talks making money, and just kind of where he's at in the NFL and where his headspace is at when it comes to contract negotiations and with the Kansas City Chiefs and, and the future of moving forward with the club. Yeah, I mean, I, I always keep – me and my agent and the team always keep open communication. Uh, and we try to do whatever is the best for the team, but obviously I want to do the best for myself as well. Um, but at the same time, I, I want to – I've always said I, I worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. Um, but uh, I'm, I know we keep communication. We see what's going on around the league. Um, but at the same time, I'll never do anything that's going to hurt us from keeping the great players around me. So it's kind of teetering around that line. So you're not driven to be the highest paid quarterback average per year. That's not. The no, no. You, you, it's kind of. It's more of a. You just want to do whatever to not hurt other quarterbacks whenever they their contracts come up. You want to kind of keep the the bar pushing. Um, and so it's not about being the highest paid guy. It's not about making a ton of money. I'm, I, I've made enough money where I'll be set for the rest of my life. Um, but at the same time, you got to find that line where you're making a good amount of money, but you're still keeping a lot of great players around you so you can win these Super Bowls and you're able to compete in these games. Is, is that a hard line to walk? Yeah, it is. I think it is for all these guys. And I think you see the guys that are getting paid this, this last offseason, they're trying to find that right spot. Um, everybody wants to get everybody wants to get paid a lot of money and whenever they they, they they think they're the best at their craft they want to get paid uh, paid like that but at the same time 
if you look at the greats in the league, I mean, they, they find that right spot where they're getting paid a lot of money, um, but at the same time keeping a lot of these great players around me. And so we, we I understand you look at the team and, you know, you got guys like Chris and Snead and even Travis, all these guys that you need to keep around you to have these great teams. Um, but at the same time, you want to make sure you're taking care of yourself. So I, I've, I've, we have open communication. I think that's the biggest thing. And you see that from Clark, you see that from Coach Reed, you see that from Veach and, and everybody. Is we just try to make sure that we have the best team on that football field and everybody gets what they deserve. All right, let's switch it up. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. Nick Bolton, the only defensive player to speak at the podium on Wednesday. Very excited to see what Nick Bolton brings in the year uh, 2023, primed for a good season. Uh, incredibly stoked to see his growth because you saw a lot of growth from year one to year two. I'm excited that year two to year three growth. And uh, one of those guys that I can really think is going to help that linebacker room and even the whole defense in terms of growth is Drew Tranquil. Drew Tranquil is an addition that is maybe, it could be one of the biggest additions that the Kansas City Chiefs make this offseason. I don't think that's a hyperbole by saying that. I think this Chiefs defense is incredibly underrated and could be one of the top units in the NFL. And Drew Tranquil could be one of the reasons why. They are a very high defense in the NFL, very top-ranked defense in the NFL. He brings a lot of experience to that room. It's weird to say that, a guy who is hitting free agency for the first time. But he brings a lot of experience to the linebacker room with guys like uh, Willie Gay, um, Leo Chanel, a young guy who I'm excited to see in year two. And, and Nick Bolton as well. So lots of young guys in that linebacker room, uh, not to mention the guys who are on the practice squad, who are on that 91-man roster right now. Uh, Drew Tranquil, lots of coverage ability, good linebacker, can blitz as well. He kind of does it all. Drew Tranquil does it all. Very excited to see what he can do this defense. Here's what Nick Bolton had to say, and he talked about Drew Tranquil for a little bit, about how he's been able to help those guys in that room learn a little bit from him. Yeah, man, um, I'm excited how his ability to learn, uh, wanting to learn, uh, wanting to be um, one of the leaders in the room. Uh, in our room, he's a vet, uh, oldest guy we have in there, so uh, we're all learning from him, play a lot of football, play a lot of different schemes. So he kind of brings some of that knowledge over, um, and it's helping us grow. And um, that's kind of what we wanted, uh, especially as our group, man. Uh, he's athletic. Uh, like We've only been playing passes uh, for the most part, so he's been able to uh, match, match our routes, concepts, and get hands on balls uh, been evident uh, the first couple of days here. I mentioned earlier Nick Bolton about learning and growing. Learning seems like it was a big buzzword in, in his uh, press conference on Wednesday. I think that it's a very interesting this defense is learning a whole lot. It's still full of young guys. That's what's so exciting is that this defense is full of young guys and has the potential to be, uh, like I said, that's one of the top units in the NFL. So he's talking about the learning and the growth that, that all these guys have kind of taken together. As those guys uh, on defense or all those rookies from last year are now another year older and how they've been able to grow uh, and this year. And kind of shared some advice how to, how to get out of that sophomore slump. Yeah, learning definitely was a big part for us. Uh, a lot of guys moving different positions uh, half throughout the year. Uh, uh, Duffy comes in and plays the nickel position. Sneak goes back outside, plays corner. Uh, so that's a new position for him. Um, we're kind of rolling in that aspect of it, kind of picking up where we left off uh, in terms of communication, getting on people online. Uh, again, like I tried to mention earlier, disguises and trying to present different looks. I've uh, been working evident, uh, real hard on that aspect of the game and I'm uh, trying to evolve in that category. So I think our young guys aren't young guys anymore. Uh, they're kind of over that part. And uh, we're just trying to pick up where we left off last season. That's uh, playing fast and um, I'm trying to hold opponents to low points and uh, win football games. And I think in this clip right here where Nick Bolton's talking about the uh, Chiefs defense, he kind of hits the nail right on the head. Um, Nick Bolton, the guy personally I wasn't very high on out of the draft, even though being a Missouri Tigers fan, I don't know how well he fit into the Spagnuolo defense. Spoiler alert, he's fitting in pretty darn well right now. Um, he was a huge part of that Super Bowl win. That scoop and score was absolutely huge. As a Missouri Tigers fan, I do love to see him succeed. 
Um, glad that I was wrong on that one, honestly. Per- truthfully, glad that I was wrong. Not many times you will hear people say that, but it, it's a good thing. And, and I'm excited to see what this defense can do in the year 2023 this season here for the Kansas City Chiefs. I think it has the potential to be the best defensive unit in Patrick Mahomes has ever had um, with him and the, as a Kansas City Chiefs. So here's what he had to say kind of going into this year and how this defense kind of has a chip on their shoulder about feeling a little bit underrated because – I think he's right. I think they are a bit underrated when it comes to nationally where it is. But uh, here's what he had to say. Uh, I know if our defense, we're definitely going to be hungry. Uh, we don't really get the respect that we deserve. Um, as as uh, Over the years, the three, four years uh, um, I've been here and I've been watching from Mizzou, I, uh, the Chiefs defense doesn't get the uh, recognition that it deserves, uh, myself included. Um, so uh, as, as a hungry aspect of it, um, I can say, just say that I'm hungry as ever. All right, thank you guys so much for sticking with me here on today's KCS and Update. Really appreciate you guys hanging out, listening to the best clips from the press conference on Wednesday. Really do appreciate you guys spending some time with me. I enjoyed doing this. Let me know if you like it below. Uh, If you're listening on any audio platform, give us a five-star rating and view. We really appreciate that. Those really help us out. Um, we do appreciate you guys. Love hearing from you. Make sure to follow me on Twitter as well, at Tucker D. Franklin. Let me know what you think of this show. Maybe I'll do a little bit more of these as the summer go along. If you guys like these, uh, listening to this, uh, to these uh, press conferences so you don't have to kind of deal, I know you're still going to listen to the press conferences. Who can't? You're, you can't get enough of these Kansas City Chiefs. Neither can I. So we're both going to listen to them together. I'm going to give you my favorite nuggets from them. We'll do this as the season rolls along, as the, uh, as the off-season rolls along too. So... Thank you guys for listening. I've got one more clip for you to play. Like I mentioned uh, a, a few times on the podcast already, Sterling Holmes and I did a, a did a podcast yesterday talking about uh, the, the new rule changes that the NFL proposed. And one of those was a very, um, uh, what's the word I should use? Maybe a, a rule that wasn't very accepted, I think is what I should say. A, a, very, a, a rule that I don't think a lot of people, a lot of coaches, a lot of players didn't really like. Now, I'm not talking about Thursday Night Football, flexing games. That one wasn't a very popular one either. I'm talking about the kickoff one. Tommy Townsend sent off a tweet about it, talking about how he didn't really like it, how it kind of ruins the game. Andy Reid got an opportunity to talk about it as well. But if you don't know what I'm talking about, now in the NFL, they have the opportunity. The team receiving the kickoff can call a fair catch. And wherever they call that fair catch at, it doesn't matter within the 25-yard line. So 25-yard line to the end zone, you can call a fair catch in the end zone. It's a touchback. It was already a touchback. But if you call a fair catch from the 25-yard line to basically the goal line, anywhere in that range, that's a touchback now, essentially. That's going to go to the uh, 25-yard line automatically. So... A rule that's been introduced into college, it's been in the college ranks for a while, but I never thought I would see it in the NFL, didn't think that that was going to be a part of the game. Uh, They cite player safety as a part of it, while at the same time, flexing Thursday night football games. It doesn't really falls on deaf ears, if you ask me. The NFL saying, oh, we're looking out for player safety, but at the same time, going for that almighty dollar with Amazon and that machine there. But nevertheless, I'll let Andy Reid talk about what he thinks about uh, this rule change, and uh, and here's what he had to say. I don't know. We'll have to go through all that. I've, uh, my, my thing is, where does it stop, right? So you start taking pieces, and, um, you know, we'll see how this goes. But you don't want to take too many pieces away or you be playing flag football. I agree, Andy. We can't be playing flag football out here. People don't pay to watch flag football, play to watch 
real football. I appreciate you guys sticking around to the very end of the podcast to uh, to, to hang out. Well, thanks for hanging out with us here at KCS and Update. Really appreciate that. As always, follow us on Twitter at KC Sports Network. We're doing great stuff over there. Joel's doing good stuff on the social media. Follow me on Twitter at Tucker D. Franklin. I'm tweeting out all kinds of stuff. Maybe you don't want to follow me. I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of interesting over there. But from Chiefs to Royals, I got you covered over there as well. And as always, make sure to subscribe to us here at KC Sports Network, wherever you listen to your podcast. We really appreciate you sticking with us, making us a part of your day. That means a whole lot. It means a whole lot to us here at KC Sports Network that you make us a part of your routine, a part of your day, you're part of your uh, part of your trip, wherever you're going. So really appreciate you guys listening. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.